Younger Futhark Stava. Lecture 1. Stava is very important to the student of Younger Futhark Runology for the simple fact that it brings the Vitki's body, mind, and spirit together with all of the aspects of the 16 runes. The whole of the psychosomatic complex, the body-mind complex, and keys to the younger Futhark interlocked and find their ultimate expression. The purpose of this discussion will be the explanation of the younger Futhark keys and the psychosomatic complex and how they come together in Stava. I will now list the nine parts of the psychosomatic complex and the younger Futhark keys. Psychosomatic complex. Leek, Hammer, Und, Huger, Mini, Oder, Filgia, Hamingia, Saul, and Sjalfur. The younger Futhar keys. Shape, Order, Name, Phonetics, Poetic Stanzas, Literature, Associations, Properties and language. The descriptions to follow will be brief, intended only to give the student some ground to work on to gain a basic understanding of the contents provided. Expansion on these will be a major part of this class and the student's work as a Vitki of Younger Futhark Runology. The Psychosomatic Complex The Leak is the physical manifestation of the self, the physical body. It is the vehicle in which we use to navigate and experience Midgard. The Hammer gives shape to the leek. Our lore is full of references to shape-shifting and will be of importance for various reasons here. The Und is the vital breath. It is how we intake energy and circulate it through our leak. It is also a means to the expression of our minds through communication and a ways to make sound, vibrations within and without the self, which is used in Galder. Cougar is the analytical aspect of consciousness, and many is the reflective aspect of consciousness. These both work together as thought and memory to create the mind of the individual. Oder is the consciousness in heightened states. It is best described with extreme emotions such as anger, love, conviction, etc., which tend to release adrenaline and ecstasy. These are generally the result of a unique combination of the cougar and many. And can their the energy that is summoned by these can be used for magical purposes. Filgia. Filgia is attached to the person throughout its life. It records one's life and acts as a deed, acts as a mediator between the Vitki and his gods and ancestors. Hamingya is the storehouse of power and luck attached to a person 
and grows or diminishes by one's deeds. Saul is the shadow of the self. It is in the, it is in the simplest terms the opposite of the leek, and is the image that most people form in their minds when they think of the soul. It's the spirit body of the vidkis, once the physical body, the leek, passes away. These all come together to make up the self, or the shalfar. The winds, wives, and hows these are relevant to chronology will become more clear as we move through this course. Younger Futhark Keys Shape Shape is the basic image used to symbolically identify a room. It is what we use to attach several meanings to a specific room. And this is one of the reasons why Stava is a, such a powerful tool for the Vicky. So we're making shapes with the body. Order is unique in rhenology. The rune rows have a particular sequence they follow for many esoteric reasons. The important thing here is that the runes have a particular relationship to the runes that surround them. And the ways in which they are collected and divided into eights. Name. Each rune has a name attached to it, an identity or idea, if you will. It is a means to link a specific idea, concept, mystery to the rune stave. Phonetics. Each rune has a sound attached to it. In the younger Futhark, a rune may have many sounds, and that will be explained in a later lecture. Each vibrates on its own frequency and can be used for multiple purposes, such as galder and objectifying speech in written language. Also attached to the phonetics are runic keenings. There are eight lists of these, collectively known as the Malruna Keeninger. Poetic stanzas. Each rune has a set of stanzas attached to them that give beyond their names, more depth to their understanding, and shows the individual cultural significances to our ancestors and to ourselves. The Younger Futhark has two such poems, or two divisions of poems. We have the Greater Rune Poems, the Old Norwegian Rune Rhyme, and the Old Icelandic Rune Poems. <laughs> and two lesser rune poems, the Abacadarium Nordmanicum and the early modern Swedish rune poem. Literature. In literature, particularly in the Eddas and the Sagas, we get a view of what the runes are and how they were used, also the people who used them. We also gain the settings in which runes were used and a means to contemplate the rune poems in the cultural framework in which they were developed, especially with this row which was developed in the Viking Age. We will call these the primary sources. The secondary sources will be the modern data written about the younger Futhark, such as Edred's Northern Magic, Michael Kelly's Runes of Man and Runes of the Valiant, the texts of the Hofskjold Stav, and book long branch runes. There are a few others, but not much more. 
I seek to change that. Not many things are written in the English language. We will find them in other Germanic languages, but not much English. Associations. In Stav tradition, each rune has attached to it seven associations. Names, meanings, deity, social class, filgia. Filgia, in this instance, is attached to an animal. Tree and herb. These all assist in understanding the runes in objects and organic life. Properties. Runic properties are defined here as particular uses. Uh, the main ones that will be used to describe these properties are Galder, Meditation, and Read. Read meaning counsel. There are a few other things. Language is the medium we use to communicate and contemplate within and without ourselves. Each rune row has a specific language in which it was developed. Old Norse is the primary language of the Younger Futhark. This is the language in which the Younger Futhark was developed, specifically. Um, some secondary languages are connected to it as well. They would be modern-day Icelandic, Norwegian, Swedish, Danish, and German. Um, some of the islands, the Faroe Islands, and such too. But uh, those would be the main ones. With Old Norse being the language of the Younger Futhark and our primary sources of the lore, it is therefore considered to be the holy language of the Younger Futhark Viki, much like Latin is to the Catholic Church. As a result of this, most of the concepts in this course will be in their Old Norse form. The, the psychosomatic complex was described in Old Norse with the Old Norse terms. Um, I will eventually find, since the keys were developed by me, uh, separated in that way, I will eventually be adding the Old Norse terms to them as well, but there wasn't enough time. All right, now, uh, now that we have formed a general idea of the psychosomatic complex and the keys of the Younger Futhark, we'll discuss the importance of Stava in the scheme of this. Stava is the ultimate tool to internalize all of this information. The Vitki should perform Stava daily, once in the morning to open the runic forces and once in the evening to close the runic forces. The levels of this application are virtually virtually limitless. I will be explaining all the, the ins and outs of that in later lectures and be providing a video on how to do all that. In the beginning, learning the staves hammer, the shape, with the leak, the body, and the moving in and out of them on the inhale and exhale of the hand in their correct or natural order is the most important at this point in time. Learning the basics of that. Um, the Huger and Mini will start to work their way in, often activating your Other. As time passes, this will become more clear. The Filgia eventually responds to the runic stimuli, and the Hamingya stores these forces. 
The Filga and Hamminga work together with the Vidki to sort and dish out these runic manifestations in the Vidki's life, much like the harvest room or yira. Um, all these seeds planted and nurtured will provide different things. More on that in our individual discussion of runes of the Younger Futhark. All of this comes together to guide, empower, heal, strengthen, and develop the Shyalt, or self. Now, we must ask ourselves how the keys are added to Stava. The shape and order have obvious connections. We will be making the shapes with our body and then be making them in a particular order. But what are the other keys? Learning the names gives an identity to each of the 16 runes, similar to how our names identify us. Um, when we move into a rune, identify it with its name. The phonetics give a vibration and expression and life to the runes, much like our breath gives life to us. Without our breath, we're dead. Our body ceases to be animated. The poetic stanzas give each rune a setting, a realm to live in, putting them in a situ situation in order to contemplate their place in the great scheme of these mysteries known as runes. Literature emphasizes the spiritual impact the runes have on their users and their power within the nine realms of Yggdrasil. The associations show the runes manifesting within multiple organic and non-organic forms. Um, once these are, are went through, they, the understanding will be um, quite clear on, on that, with these divisions of things. Um, all of these aspects can be evoked upon Stava work, with the focusing on different parts of this, the lore of the runes, whenever the stances are made. Um, for instance, when uh, you move into a stance on the inhale and you go out of it on the exhale, the old Norwegian rune rhyme has two lines to it. So on the inhale, kind of mentally say to yourself that first line, and on the exhale, that next line. Then once uh, that poem is memorized and then you you evoke these runes with the rune poem and then kind of med have a meditation session on that, moving through all the 16 runes. That's just a brief example, but the, everything that I, I'm mentioning here will be able to be used in that way. Um, and I will make uh, different things for them in the future. Um, the runic properties give you the modes in which the stances can be operated under. Meditative, meditative, magical, spiritual, etc. Um, all of those different things will be tended to on their own. Just giving you a brief idea. I know I've been saying that a bit too much, but so it is. And the last one, language, is used in evoking and invoking the runes and using the runes in the modes. It's just kind of like how I use the, uh, the example of the old Norwegian rune rhyme. Um, they, 
more spiritual um, impact whenever they're used in their their uh, native language than they do with just uh, saying these in uh, the English translation. There's much more power there, especially that with the, the runic keenings and and all of those. So, um, uh, so that, that will be used in evoking and evoking and using the runes in these modes and communicating to the mind and or objective of the Vicky. Alright, once you have fleshed out the stances, your understanding on what has been discussed here will begin to develop. All this will come together to make more sense. Um, incorporating all these aspects together takes time and step-by-step -step processes. Each step will be discussed individually in future lectures. To include them here would only confuse the student. At the moment, what is needed is a general understanding of the purpose of the Stava work and the learning of the stances in their basic form. How to add all of these ingredients together will be discussed by the end of this course, so there's no need to rush, and patience is the key here. I'm sure I've left plenty of room for questions with all of these things, and that's the charm of the runes. Um, there's always more. They're never ending, which is a blessing and a curse within itself. So, uh, you know, it's like uh, the Havamal would say that um, from one word came another word, from works comes more works, so there's a never-ending process to these things. But I hope with, uh, with this lecture, I've sparked a greater interest in the younger Futh art than you, and deepen your desire to participate in the class. Um, watch the video, learn the stances, and review this lecture and seek to find the connective tissue between them all. There is much work here um, connecting the psychosomatic complex to the style of work, um, connecting the, the keys of the younger Futh arc to the style of work, and then connecting all of that together. Once you guys have seen the video for the stances, and have spent a week or so on getting them all down. Discussions on adding all of these different things to those stances and daily work will make so much more sense and they will be much more powerful than it'll make this lecture more important to you. And uh, this lecture will be typed out some. Form. It'll end up being a chapter at some point in time for my for my masterwork, but uh, you'll want to review this a few times and try to get down those names of the of the uh, psychosomatic complex, this body, mind, soul collective, um, and the younger Futh keys. So. With all of that, I will leave you um, until the next time. Um, we will have more discussions coming up, so bear with me, and I'll be posting more things soon. Let's go.